What a cool picture of God's faithfulness, huh? So beautiful to, to see God's faithfulness. And it, and it still blows my mind to, to think about all that God has allowed us to be a part of these past 12 years as a church and, and the people, yeah. the people that we've had the privilege to experience it, it all with every single one of those stories that you just heard. But I would be remiss to not just bless our friend, Dave Van Dixhorn, who was the start. who was the start, and now you're all sitting in that building. You're now sitting in a by-faith story. And so this is so cool that we get to celebrate Soul City's 12 years of faithfulness. We like to do it up around here. Yes, yes. Uh, we like to celebrate good. We like to celebrate with all kinds of uh, really fun things. And you know, from the very beginning as a church, we, we started this benediction in, in one of our very first services where we said, we pray that God would wreck your life mm -hmm. with his amazing love and grace. How about that for coming to church? We pray that God would wreck your life. And that is our prayer for you today. That God would wreck your life as you know it and you would walk out of here overflowing, yeah. overflowing yeah. with how God might be calling you to live a by-faith story. Yeah, it's so, and it's so good to be in this space. Those of you who are worshiping with us online, we're so glad that you were joining us. And I just... I'm just so grateful for all y'all who are right here. Especially shout out to the VIP sections right here. <laughs> y'all are in the spit zone. You did not know. Joke's on you. You are way too close. Um, for my, I don't feel comfortable. Uh, but no, this is it's fun to, to be able to come together. And, and when, for however long you've been a part of this church, it literally could be like uh, 40 minutes now that you've been a part of it, or maybe you've been here for a long time. We're just so grateful that you would carve out this time to be here. And I thought since we were all together, on this special occasion, I could share something that I've been wanting to share with this group. You know about this already, but I wanted to share something. Something happened to me in my life recently has never happened to me. It's never happened to me before. And um, I just felt like this was a safe space for me to share that. I cracked my phone recently. Um, I know, I know. Really I know. deep. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You can't really, you can't see it. I didn't, I didn't crack the back of my phone. It looks like it took a bullet. I shattered the back of my phone. Never happened in all my years of, like I go back to having a pager. Since then, I've never, ever, ever dropped or shattered a phone. And it is something that's very, very new to me. But I know I'm not the only one. Who here, just by raising your hands or a hand in the comment section online, who's rocking a cracked phone at some point? Raise your hand right now if you're rocking a, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. See, now I get to be a part of your group. Which is, some of y'all are like, if it's not cracked, it ain't broken in. I got it, I got it. It's just new to me. I'm new to the group. It's, it's very, very, very new to me. And so I hadn't even had the phone a year yet. And so I was like, well, don't worry. It's, just, it's an iPhone. So I'm like, okay, I'll go to the Apple store. They're a pretty good company. They'll take care of me. That's what they do. So I took my phone in. Elijah went with me. I took my phone in and I was going to have them fix it. And I sat down to, to meet with my genius and I sat in that little cube uh, waiting for them to come. And the first words the genius said to me are, oh, okay. You know, looked at my phone. He goes, do you have, anyone who has an iPhone know, do you have Apple Care? <laughs> do you have Apple Care? To which I confidently said, maybe. <laughs> I knew I did not have Apple Care. I just, I don't know, maybe it wasn't in the system. I have no idea. He goes, oh, if you had Apple Care, this repair would only cost you $29. I'm like, well, what can you do for me? <laughs> and he said, well, without Apple Care, it's $500 to fix the cracks on the back of your phone. 
That was my response. I'm like, $500? That's like 40 Samsung phones. Like, how am I possibly, no, no disrespect, no disrespect, no, no, no disrespect. No disrespect, I'm, it's not. You literally just I got in one group and then out of another. Every okay. that has a Samsung, yes. I'm not wrong. Uh, okay. And so I was like, there's no way I'm paying that for this phone. There's absolutely, I'll just rock it with the, you know, because I had the case on already. I'll just keep going. And so sure enough, when I would tell people, I'm like, look, I cracked my phone. You know, like they're like, oh, yeah, see, I, I have Apple Care. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Every obnoxious Apple fan found me somehow and told me like, yeah, since I got Apple Care, I don't even use a case. I don't even... <laughs> Like I use my, like I, I put hot beverages on my, I use it as a coaster. Like I scrape ice off my windshield with my iPhone because I have Apple Care. Well, I don't, okay? I don't, I never have, and guess what? I never will at this point. We'll ride this thing out. Why? Because I think what it reveals is we, we live in, whether you realize it or not, we live in an insurance culture. Yeah. We live in, an, in, a, in, a, in a culture where if you got it, you got to get it insured if it matters to you, if you care about it. So we pay month after month after month. We pay and we pay and we pay, all hoping that that will keep us safe, that will keep us from any problems. And I just wonder, like, how many folks here in this room, by show of hands, or maybe a hand in the comment section, how many of you have at least one piece of insurance on you or in your car right now? You got a health care, like insurance car? Oh, see what I mean? Okay. Yeah, th this, it's become a part of the way we live our life. I need to have insurance for that. I need to have insurance for that. That's why we pay for it for our homes. That's why we pay for it for our cars. That's why we pay for it for our health. That's why some people pay for it for their phones. <laughs> the idea here is that I can minimize my risk. I can minimize any problems while maximizing my peace of mind. And, mm. that, and that may work for things of this world. But when it comes to the things of faith, mm. and when it comes to having a relationship with Jesus, I, if I'm being honest, you know what I most want most of the time? I want insurance. I just mm -hmm. want to know it's going to be okay. It's gonna, you're going you're to make sure that you'll keep me from anything going wrong. I think what we most want is insurance, but what we most need is assurance. Mm -hmm. It's actually yeah. a big difference between the two. Yeah. I want insurance with God if yeah. something were to go wrong, yeah. but what I need is assurance for when things do go wrong in my life. Yeah, and there's a really big difference, isn't there, right? When you think about it, the difference between assurance and insurance, insurance is the backup plan, right? <laughs> it's the backup plan when something goes wrong. But assurance is that God is the plan. Yeah. God is the plan. Things most likely will go wrong. Jesus said in this world, you will have trouble. Assurance, God is the plan. See, insurance is all about protecting us, right? Pro protecting us, but assurance, it projects us. It projects us into God is the plan. And life with God is not about securing some insurance. Life with God is not about securing an insurance when the unexpected happens, when the unforeseen shows up in your life, when the uncontrollable things you know, have you in those moments where you're like, God, I didn't see this coming. A life with faith, a life with God when we walk by faith, it is about having abundant and abiding and assurance in God. And that has been the story of this church from the very beginning. 
And that has been the story of every person that has ever walked by faith in the Bible. In fact, I, I wanna show you real quick what I, I mean by this. There's a Bible underneath your seat. I'd love for you to grab it, take it out. Real quickly, we're gonna turn to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, it's found on page 974. And, and you know, what's interesting about the book of Hebrews is that we actually don't know who the writer of the book of Hebrews is. Uh, but what we do know is that over and over again, throughout this book, they're trying to get across the idea that Jesus is actually the center of it all. And that Jesus centers us when it all goes sideways in our lives. And in Hebrews 11, we're given this picture, actually many pictures of what assurance looks like, what life by faith looks like. In fact, Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says it all when it says this. Now faith, this is what faith is, faith is confidence in what we hope for and it's assurance about what we do not see. Mm. It's this confidence, right? It, it's this confidence, this assurance, not just believing in God, but believing God for all the things that we hope for, the things that we don't yet see. And then as Hebrews 11 continues on, it goes through this list, uh, story after story of everyday, ordinary people that chose to live with that kind of confidence, that chose to live with that kind of assurance, how they chose to live stories of by faith by faith over and over and over again. And you can read all of these stories. It's literally, they list over and over and over again. In fact, people oftentimes refer to Hebrews 11 as the hall of faith, right? It's this great hall of faith. And you can see all of these different men and women that lived by faith. You can see like Noah's on there, right? Noah who built the world's first party barge, right? <laughs> he did it Come by on. faith. Right? You think about Abraham, by faith, he believed that a nation would be born in the midst of him and his wife struggling with infertility. By faith, Moses followed God and led the Israelites out of captivity. By faith, Joshua just kept walking around those walls until they fell down. Their stories were by faith stories. Mm. And you can read through Hebrews 11, and nowhere in there does it say, by fear. Mm. Or by what was familiar. Mm. Or, or they walked by what they could see. They walked by what they could finally make sense of. They walked by what was, was the easiest way to go, or what everyone else was doing. It says they lived by faith. And they couldn't see it. They couldn't see it. But nevertheless, they believed it. Yeah. They believed it. And I don't know about you, but I want my life to be added to that chapter. Yeah. I want it to be said of me when all is said and done. You know what? She lived by faith. Yeah. She lived by faith. She couldn't see what was next, but mm -hmm. she lived by faith. And I believe that that's what God wants for this church. Yeah. 
that when people talk about Soul City Church, they say, those people, they're kind of crazy. <laughs> because they live by faith. Yeah. They live by faith. And I, I, and I agree. I, I want the same to be said of my life. And I think it sounds, and on Sunday, it sounds really inspiring, you know? And we can feel it when we're in a space like this or online. You can feel like, yeah, I want to live by faith. But then Monday comes, and you're like, oh, God, oh, no. No, that's not, that's not how it felt yesterday. This is a lot harder than I thought it would be. I think we have to be really honest. When it comes to living your life with God by faith, it can be utterly uncomfortable. When you want to actually choose to trust God in the now, but you cannot see the how. Mm. Okay, God, I'm with you, but I don't, I mean, have you, like, if you're being honest, have you ever found yourself saying to God, like, listen, God, yes, you and me, we're going to do this. I'm going to walk by faith in this chapter, in this season, this struggle in my life. But if you could just tell me exactly how it's all going to play <laughs> out. No, because I trust you, God. But also tell me exactly how it's going to work, right? That's insurance. Hmm. I want you to tell me it's all going to be okay. That's right. That's right. I want you to tell me all the things that I can't see. You're going to tell me it's all going to be okay. But assurance says, no, 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 God, I can't see it. Yeah. I can't even possibly perceive it. But nevertheless, hmm. one foot in front of the other, I'm following after you. I'm choosing to trust after you by faith. Hmm. And to be really honest, that's kind of all we had when we moved back up to Chicago 13 years ago. That's really all we had when, when we came back here was this assurance. We had a U-Haul too. Oh, we had a U-Haul. <laughs> and it was, it was a mess inside. And, and, and like, look, don't get me wrong. We, we, had, we had a vision. We had a plan, definitely. We had a great team that we were starting with, but there was Honestly, no way, there was no way those mm -hmm. kids could have seen all of this. Yeah. No way. Could have seen all of you. Mm. Could have imagined any, any of this. We had dreams, but, but, but we couldn't have imagined this. We had, all we had was assurance because we literally did not have insurance. We didn't have insurance. <laughs> like the actual insurance on anything for a, for a, for a while. But by God's grace, we trusted him. Not perfectly, far from it, but we were able to open doors to, to this church and all of it, all of it, all of it was only always by faith. And what we had no idea about was that it would continue to be by faith. We thought like, okay, well, the starting part will be by faith. Nope. Every week, every day, hmm. choosing to trust God. And by God's grace, he began to grow this church. And some of you were here for those seasons where we added Another service, and then we had three services on a Sunday, and then we had four services on a Sunday. We were in this old little space attached to us, which is now the Soul City Kids Theater, and we were crammed in there, right? We were crammed in there, no air conditioning, all on top of each other, but we believed God was doing something, and we were actually a part of something together. By faith, we continued to, to just grow our partnership, to get behind the good work of Brown Elementary School and Debt Elementary School, two great schools right here in the west side of Chicago, in our neighborhood. We got behind the great work that God was doing at Breakthrough Urban Ministries. He said, no, by faith, we believe God wants to do something in this city. And it was by faith that God actually made it possible to provide the land. That those of you who are in the space, this is what it used to look like. Hmm. It wasn't a building. It wasn't, it wasn't born here. It wasn't always here. By faith, People said, no, I want to be a part of what God's doing to make more room for more people to find and follow Jesus. And then by faith, we not only were able to buy this land, not only in the fastest growing neighborhood in Chicago, at that time, it was the fastest growing neighborhood in the country. Should not have worked out. But by faith, people said, count me in. And we were able to build out this transformation center that you're sitting, those of you here are sitting in today. All of it, all of it, all of it by 
faith. These, this church is just honestly, is made up of by faith stories. Yeah. Stories that, that just tell the story of God. And I, I think we, I mean, we would be remiss if we did not say, as two of your pastors here, we believe that God has that for your story as well. Yeah. That God wants your story to be a by faith story of you trusting him like never before. And so what we want to do is just take a moment to look at some of those by faith stories over the last few years here at Soul City Church. And then Jing and I will be back up in a minute. You know, I don't know if you caught that. Those 12 stories, 12 stories of God's faithfulness over the last 12 years, shot right here in this room where you are now sitting. God has a story for you. God has a by faith story for you. And you know, all of this, every single ounce of this, it was a by faith story. It was a step of faith. And, and what's amazing about faith is that what we call foolish at the start, we call faith in the end. Yeah. What we call foolish at the start, That's we true. call faith in the end. It's impossible at the start, but it's faith when it's finished, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what is, is so true about this story is that so many days we felt so foolish. <laughs> we felt like, God, what are we doing where are we going? We were walking in the unknown every single moment, but now we are here and we are sitting. We are sitting in a tangible room that is marked by only God, only God's faithfulness. And the unknown, I don't know about you, but the unknown usually does two things in my life. It scares me and it stretches me. Mm-hmm. When, when I am walking into the unknown, uh, I feel scared and I feel stretched. And when we started this church, I felt scared and mm. I felt stretched. And guess what? 12 years later, I still feel scared mm. and I still feel stretched. Yep, true. And my hunch is that every person in Hebrews 11, they felt the same way. They felt stretched by God, scared. God, how are you going to do this? And yet God was unfolding a by faith story. You know, on Friday, Jarrett and I, uh, after we, uh, you know, had our kids leave for school, uh, we went over to a new little bakery in our town, and um, we sat outside for a little while, and we shared a delicious scone. God, so, good. Um, <laughs> so good. I'm still thinking about it. And, and we just sat there, and we were talking about all that has happened over the last 12 years. We talked about all that has occurred to get us to this moment. And, and so much of what we talked about was how in so many ways we both still yeah. feel so stretched by God yeah. and that holy kind of scared, yeah. right? And, and yet we both said that Soul City's very best days were when we felt both. Yeah. That our very best days as a church were when we were in seasons where God was stretching our faith. Yeah. And where we had that holy kind of scared, that holy kind of fear, like God, it is only by faith yeah. that we can move forward. And we believe, we believe with everything in us that God is calling this church into another season like that. Yeah. Into another by faith 
journey. Yeah. And hear this, no, no matter where you're at with God, we have people who are all over the place in their journey with God, no matter where you're at physically right now, I just want you to hear me say this. We believe that God has an only God by faith story for you. Mm -hmm. We believe that those days actually aren't done. The only God stories, the by faith stories of this church are not over. The miracles of God have not stopped at this church. We believe that God actually is not done with us. The movement of God is not just something we talk about from the past. We believe even when you feel stretched, even when you feel scared, that's good evidence that God is working in your life. Yeah. We believe that by faith, we're going to see more keys thrown into more hands here at this church. By faith, more people are going to sit down and Google church in Chicago and somehow find this church and somehow not only find a church, but find Jesus here in this Mm -hmm. church. We believe by faith, actually, that more and more people are going to find their freedom Mm. in Jesus here through this church. That more people are going to find by faith Jesus through ministries like Alpha. We believe that We believe that by faith, people are going to find their partner here, their person here. Let me say it for all the single folks in the room. We believe by faith that you might even find your partner here, praise God. In fact, they might not even be sitting next to you right now. Hallelujah, they might be next to you right now. Don't make it weird, I'm just saying it's possible. Don't make it weird, it's possible. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, we believe it. And I know for some of us, after all that we've been through, you're like, I believe it. Hmm. I can't see it. Yeah. I can't see it. I, I can't see with all that I've been through. I can't see with all that I've done. I can't see that God would possibly want to do something in or through someone like me. And here's the good news for you. Here's the great news for you actually coming out of 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It says you, you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. Because we're not called to live by sight. We're called to live by faith. That's right. That's, That's right. the invitation. Not insurance. Assurance. To live by faith, not by sight. To live by faith means you're saying yes to the unknown, yeah. Yes to risk, yes. Yes to courage, yes to new hope, yes to actually being stretched by God even to the point of it scaring you because that's actually ultimately where God grows you the most. And I believe God is calling this church out of this past season, that season is done, and into a new season together. Yeah. Yeah, and, and into a by-faith kind of season. And, you know, we are excited as we come to the close of, of this year to step into some audacious, by-faith dreams and risks. You know, if you've been here at Soul City over the last few months, uh, you know that when you leave the service, we always invite everybody into our prayer hall. And week after week after week, there are lines wrapped around for people to come and receive prayer. You know, when we filled out a survey as a church about two months ago, and we asked you, what is the thing that you most need from this church? Do you know that seven 70% of people said, I need prayer. I need prayer. I believe that's why our prayer hall is overflowing every single week. And so by faith, we're going to expand the prayer hall. Yes. By faith, we're going to knock down some walls and we're going to expand the prayer hall so that more and more people, when they come to this church, they can experience the power and the presence that happens only in prayer of the movement of God in their life. 
And so by faith, we're gonna step out and we're gonna expand the prayer hall and that means we're gonna have to move our Soul City store uh, and so we're gonna move it down to our cafe and we are going to expand our cafe so that it can be a warmer and more hospitable place, not just for people here on Sundays, but our one day prayer and dream is that it would be open to our community seven days of the week. And so we're by faith moving forward and trusting God for all of that. And by faith, as we do every single year in, we are going to step in and we are gonna take what God is doing in here and we are gonna move it outside of these walls as we partner with the House of Hope and Love Works for our Gratitude Week, our Christmas store, and expanding all of the efforts through our resource center over at the House of Hope. And by faith, By faith, we can't see how it's all going to happen. We can't see how it's all going to happen. But by faith, we are stepping into all that is ahead so that we would be known. We would be known as a house of prayer and a house of hospitality and a house of hope in this city and around the world. Yeah, and that's not not all, actually. If you've you've been around here for a little bit, last couple months, you've noticed, especially if you've been at this 11 o'clock gathering, that God is growing our church and uh, those of you, especially right now, who are out in the lobby, thank you. You know personally right now that God has been growing our church and more and more people are, are, are coming to experience this transforming love of Jesus. And so starting this January, we're actually launching a third service here at Soul City Church so we can make more room for more folks to find and follow Jesus. So we're going to have our 9 a.m. Gathering our 10:30 gathering and our noon gathering, which I'm calling our brunch service. Um, maybe minus the mimosas, but st- or maybe I don't know. We'll see. By faith, by faith, by faith. And ultimately, the only reason why we want to do in that in the is new cafe. In the new cafe, you can grab those there. That's right. Is as it's the same thing that has been true of us from day one. We we just want to do whatever we can do to make more room for more people to find and follow Jesus. But as a church, we're committed to not only growing wide, we wanna grow deep, 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 deep. And so for the first three months, and all throughout the year, but specifically, we're dedicating the first three months of 2023 to teaching on nothing but transformation. We wanna deepen the discipleship of this Mm -hmm. church, and we want our church to grow deep as we grow wide. Mm -hmm. We want you to have a deeper we're transforming relationship with Jesus. And so we'll be doing that for the first couple of months. And like I said, throughout the rest of the year. And listen, I'm ex- I, am, I am genuinely, I can say this authentically, excited about where God's taking us. And as you can tell by the keys now playing, this is the turn in the message. <laughs> we, have, we have no chill when it comes to that. <laughs> it's so obvious. I am excited. And I'll just be real honest, and I won't go into a ton of details, but I need, I would say, you, we need a new season. This has been one of the hardest seasons I've ever had to walk through in my life. Like personally, and then also as a church, you know, just trying to navigate all of these unforeseen, unplanned things. Both Gene and I, when we were at breakfast on Friday, we were talking and just acknowledging that this last season has been uh, the hardest most challenging, most stretching season that we've ever uh, faced. As we as a church have faced new financial challenges that we've never ever had to face before as a church is we've had to rework and, and, and restructure how we do things, how we have to continue to sort of navigate sort of where we're at at this point 
in COVID. And if I were to be really, really, really honest with you, I'd say that there were times, certainly not the whole, but times throughout this last season where I, find my, I found myself uh, probably the most discouraged, the most defeated, and like at times the most depleted I've ever, I've ever been as a leader, as a husband, as a father, as a person. And I need a new season. And in the midst of it all, as you know, we're walking through things we've never walked through before as a church and as a world, I have to be honest, I, I found myself on certain days asking God, our soul said he's best days behind us. And, and this thing I do every year that we have our anniversaries, I go back through and I look through all the photos we've collected all throughout the last 12 years. And as I was doing that this week, I was like, oh God, is that, is that it? Did, are our best days behind us? And the, the truth, the prompting, the reminder that even in those lowest moments over this last season, the Holy Spirit has given me, brings me back to every single time, is that God did not lead you here to leave you here. Mm-hmm. That's not in his nature. Yeah. He did not lead you here to leave you here. He did not lead you to the city to leave you alone in the city. He did not lead you to this point of having overcome or come through what you've come through to be like, well, I guess my work here with you is done. God didn't lead you mm-hmm. here to leave you here. Yeah. And I was so encouraged and reminded, yes, God, actually... That is true. That is true. And I'm choosing to believe, God, that by faith, Mm. there is more. By faith, you have more. Because, God, I can look back and see how faithful you've been. You have been so faithful. And because, God, you have been so faithful, I can actually choose to move forward in faith. And so what one of the things that we used to do is I was looking through the pictures, I saw this. One of the things we used to do a lot as a church, because I think, honestly, we couldn't believe we'd made it that far. However far it was, we are like, I cannot believe we made it this far. We would mark moments of God's faithfulness where we just had to stop and say, nope, this is God, only God, only God. And we just started this habit where we would write on everything around here. And if you ever were in our old space, we had these pillars that blocked everyone's view. And we would, yeah, right? Thank you, God. We just started writing prayers on those pillars and they're still there to this day. We've kept them. We've never painted over them. We've never, because those are the foundation of this church. And we had little art installs that you can find all throughout our church of people writing their by faith prayers, of people acknowledging God's faithfulness in their life. You can go into our prayer hall and see it nailed to a cross, big, bold, by faith prayers that people have prayed and left in that space. You could go back to this back hallway, which you're not really supposed to go back to, but if you would ever go back to this back hallway, the whole wall is filled. If you've been baptized here, you signed your name, you signed a date, and you signed a prayer. Why? I needed that. Because it's a reminder that God has been faithful. That's right. And so I can move forward by faith. Mm-hmm. And we thought, we should do that again. We should do that again as a church. And so out in the lobby, we actually have this big install that we've created, our by faith wall. And what we want to invite you to do is to actually go out and write a by faith prayer on the wall before you leave today. And I don't want you to miss it. To write your own by faith prayer. By faith, I'm believing God something for your life, something for this church. Something. God, I'm believing by faith you can and you will 
do it. And maybe for you, your by faith prayer is, God, I am believing by faith that maybe it's someone, the name of someone you love or people you love, they're gonna find Jesus at this church. They're gonna find Jesus in this next season. Or they're gonna find healing. Or I'm gonna find healing by faith, God, here. God, I'm believing by faith that you're gonna use this church to bring peace and hope and light and love to this city that so desperately needs it. By faith, God. Like I'm talking about the kind of prayers that you feel uncomfortable even saying out loud to God. Mm-hmm. Those kind of prayers. And we wanna fill that wall and we wanna fill that space with those prayers. And if, for those of you who are, are worshiping with us online and, and maybe you're thinking like, oh man, I, I don't know how I'm gonna do that. And here's the great thing. I want you to start putting those prayers right now in the comment section, in the little chat there. You can actually start it right now. In fact, our last gathering, we filled the chat with those. And our team is gonna copy every one of those and handwrite them on the wall for you. So you can be a part You can be here even if you're not here physically with us. So you can go ahead and write that in the comment section. And when we're done here in a moment, we're going to invite each and every one of you to do that as well. And you know, a big part of why we pause every anniversary to to tell and to hear the stories of God's faithfulness is because it reminds us that God has been faithful, right? Yeah. God has been faithful. He has been so faithful to this church. He has been so faithful to me. He has been so faithful to you. And the simple fact that you are still here is evidence of God's faithfulness. It's evidence of God's faithfulness. He has brought you through and he has brought you here. And when you get that, it helps you trust him that much more. It gives you assurance, Mm. assurance to move forward when you cannot see what is next. Because when I am moved by God's faithfulness, I can move forward by faith. Yeah, that's good. When I am moved by God's faithfulness and all that God has done in my life, I can move forward by faith. And God is moving this church forward, friends. Mm -hmm. He is calling us out into the unknown, out to the deeper waters of faith. And I want you to hear this. You're here today for a reason. Yeah. You're here today for a reason. God is calling you. He is calling you to live by faith. And I just simply want to ask you, do you believe it? Yeah. Like for real, (laughs) do you believe it? Because God is calling you to live by faith just as much as he is calling this church to live by faith. And so I want to invite you to stand. We're going to pray. We are going to step into this by faith moment. And as a church, we've always prayed with our hands open. And so I want to invite you to do that now. As we step into the unknown, as we step into the risk, as we step in with courage. And so God, with our hands open and our hearts beating fast, we say to you today, we want to be counted. We want to be counted as those whose lives said, I lived by faith. God, we want our own Hebrews 11 story to be written through this church. We want our own hall of faith stories. God, we believe that it is not our best days that are behind us. We believe that it is our best days that are in front of us as a church. And so God, call us out into the deep. Call us out into the unknown. Call us out to take risks, to walk with courage and to live by faith. faith. We ask this to be true of Soul City Church, not for our own sake, God, but for your glory. glory. 
for your glory because you are a faithful God. We love you and we pray this in the name of Jesus and all God's people said, amen. 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 Amen.